It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, joined by Scott Drew, coach of the uh, Baylor Bears. And, uh, Scott, the um, the big schedule release, you've known about this, and we've all we've, some of these games have been reported and everything, but still a lot of excitement when you kind of get to look at this uh, non-conference schedule. Now that you kind of see it all on paper, it's been sent out. You can't change it now. Uh, are you, uh, uh, are you, uh, I mean, how does this thing shake out for you? I mean, last year was just completely thrown off. We had that one mat- marquee matchup. We had to wait till the final game of the season to get, and that was a beautiful thing for all of us. But, um, what do you make of, uh, this schedule overall, how it, how it, uh, how it, it how it shook out for you? Well, I, I think first and foremost, uh, the way the, the net uh, rewards playing quality opponents has kind of dictated us into playing more power five high major schools. And uh, you have a chance to play the most high majors we've played in a long time, uh, maybe ever. So uh, you get you, you have three to five teams you could play that were in the Sweet 16 last year. Um, so a lot of... Uh, 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 programs that can make deep runs this year into March and uh, a lot of tradition. At the same time, we know when we get into Big 12 play, you have Big 12 and then you have Al- Al- Alabama in the mix of that. So um, you you, you got to be prepared and ready for that. Uh, at the same time, you want to have a balance where you have some games in the non-conference where uh, um, hopefully uh, uh, you, you're able to uh, stretch your rotation and, and give guys uh, uh, opportunities to see what they can do. So uh, it's a nice blend in the two. Yeah, I, I think so. <clears throat> and I, that that first game will be really fun. Uh, I plan to uh, be there to see Friday, November 12th. That's Incarnate Word. And um, you'll have to help me religion-wise, Incarnate. That, that's, that seems very religious. Um, I, that must be something to we'll we'll go over that later in Sunday school but Scott does uh <laughs> will, will that will that be like a I mean that that'll be like the banner raising and the rings presentation I would think that would be a game the whole Baylor family would want to show up for what all should we expect from uh from that first game yeah that that that's that's definitely uh, a great opportunity to see the banner for the first time, ring ceremony, and then it leads into uh, uh, the football game the next day. So uh, hopefully it's a great weekend for uh, Baylor Athletics, and uh, um, hopefully we get it started on Friday and football finishes on Saturday. All right, talking to Scott Drew, coach of the defending national champions, uh, the Baylor Bears, and um, – you know, walking through this thing a little bit, an interesting way, um, you've got some games that uh, hopefully, again, some of these, you never know, some of these schools obviously have some talent, but you, you're, you're hoping to be 3-0. and And there, here comes uh, here comes Stanford into Waco, Pac-12 school. Um, you know, all this stuff about realignment has been swirling. That, that's an interesting matchup, especially, Scott, getting ready. I think you open with Arizona State. In that um, Atlantis, by the way, Scott, I trying to figure out if I can get on the charter to the battle for Atlantis. What a what a fun Matt. What that's going to be so much fun, and uh, for the for the whole Baylor family. Hopefully, a lot of us will be able to make that trip. But Stanford, and then going to that tournament. Talk a little bit. What do you think about that 
particular stretch in, in, in the challenges it'll present? Well, well the great thing, uh, first and foremost, with uh, Stanford, it gives you a real quality uh, 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 traditional uh, uh, successful program uh, before you have an opportunity to go to Battle for Atlantis where you're going to face uh, uh, programs with equal history and tradition. So uh, you, first couple games of the year, uh, you're trying to figure things out. And then uh, after the first four games, hopefully uh, we'll be prepared enough where when we go to Atlantis, we've seen man, we've seen zone, we've seen press, we've seen different styles, different uh, uh, personnel schemes, uh, trap and ball screens, hard hedge, uh, double in the post, just uh, things that prepare and get you ready for uh, Battle for Atlantis. And Battle for Atlantis, uh, it's a tournament that we won. One of uh, uh, my favorite uh, memories as a Baylor coach is uh, uh, you, you beat VCU, you uh, uh, beat Michigan State, and then you're down 20 to Louisville. You come back, win the championship, and they have an unbelievable uh, celebration with the uh, uh, the music and the uh, uh, the dance coordination they bring on to uh, commemorate and celebrate the championship and uh, a memory I know that uh, that team will always remember. So, uh, and, and, you know, Atlantis, they got the uh, uh, great hotel with the water slides. You got the, the casino. I'm sure you'll make tons of money there uh, to pay for your own charter, Mosley. Um, but besides <laughs> that, uh, uh, it's a great it's a great opportunity for any Baylor basketball fan to see quality games, quality teams, and uh, you get to do it in a real fun environment. And uh, it, it, it's a, it's in a ballroom. So uh, uh, fans have a real impact on the game, and uh, you can't uh, thank the Baylor fans enough for coming. If you're ever doubting, like, does it matter? It's really important for two reasons. One, um, these tournaments all uh, want to bring teams that bring fans. And then the second thing is when you get there, those fans help you win. So uh, if anyone can make it, love to have you there for the Battle for Atlantis. Just bring your sunscreen. Yeah, I, I and boy, you you you've seen how pasty I can be. I certainly would need plenty of sunscreen. Talking to, <laughs> to Scott Drew, the Baylor head coach, did you sneak out there at the Battle for Atlantis? I remember that comeback. Oh, that was nice against Louisville. I think Patino was still coaching there. That was a great comeback. And uh, but did you ever sneak out during the Battle for Atlantis and get on one of those slides? I mean, that's one of the iconic looking. <laughs> Uh, resorts in in the world that bat that Atlantis that whole group that whole area around the Bahamas did you did you ever ride one of those slides? Um, I have done that before. I did not do it at that tournament because uh, uh, I know uh, uh, when you get there, you're completely focused and locked in. Uh, plus, the older we get, we don't need to be getting injured on them slides. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think probably it's best that I stay away from those slides, given my neck injury and my injury history. I'll probably uh, stay off of that thing. You know, we were talking. I, I mentioned that realignment thing, and and uh, and I, you know, I loved. I've talked to a, a couple of your coaches here recently, and and uh, y'all just keep your head down. And listen, Baylor, what, what, no matter what this conference looks like, you know, it, it's kind of like Gonzaga. They 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 are great, and they have an incredible program. And it's not like they're in the greatest conference ever. But I know, Scott, you love this conference and you love how competitive it is. Walk me through. I mean, there's a lot of there's like a lot of emotional roller coaster here. Now it looks like Cincy, Houston, UCF, 
Uh, you know, all the uh, all these other schools are are coming in. What do you, what are your what's your take on all this with with Texas and OU getting ready to leave us? Well, like like you said, uh, uh, us coaches have all been locked in with their teams and uh, getting them ready for the season and controlling what we can control. And the great thing is, uh, when you have President Livingstone and Mac Rhodes uh, leading the way for Baylor, you we don't have to do their jobs. They're they're a lot smarter than us and do a great job putting us in the best positions possible. Uh, at the same time, you work really hard to. to build a basketball conference and I mean uh, all 10 of us coaches over the years have felt uh, that that it's been the best conference for a reason and that's top to bottom uh, there is no easy games there's no off nights and that's why the last six seven years we've been the number one ranked conference as far as num- most teams in the postseason and the great thing is uh, um, whoever we add uh, and the names they've, they've talked about have uh, strong basketball programs to where we can keep that tradition going. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, everybody likes to build, but you don't want to go backwards. And the good thing is uh, the teams are talking about uh, we won't go backwards. You know me, I like to throw things out on Twitter. I I'm, I stirred it up the other day because I said this could end up you, being a – You stirred a, things <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> I know that shocks you, but I, I made the statement yeah. that it, with, with, these, uh, with these four additions, this could end up being an even stronger conference. And, uh, boy, Gottlieb and some of the national people got after me a little bit. But to what you said, I know they had a little down season last year, but since he's historically strong, you played Houston in the Final Four. BYU's always good. Uh, and UCF's kind of a rising program that's more of a – you know, more of a, a football thing. So um, I, I don't uh, – I know you don't want to go that far and say it's going to be a better conference, but to, to your point, Scott, these are, uh, these are kind of exciting schools that could be on the way in. And the other thing I brought up, part of it is you just got to keep winning. I mean, who's in, who is, whoever beats Gonzaga in that conference? I mean, BYU, who may be coming over, has, has been in that as a basketball uh, deal. But, I mean, it, it's – you can – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, but don't you feel like no matter what shape a conference is in, you can still be a great top ten program? No, no, no question. I mean, you look at uh, uh, we played Villanova, and Big East doesn't doesn't uh, have uh, football, and uh, or obviously Power Five level football, and uh, they've had tremendous success and won several national championships. Gonzaga's been to uh, two uh, uh, championship games, and uh, they're not in the Power Five conference. Um, at the end of the day, uh, it's it's great to have your cake and eat it too. And uh, I know uh, Mac and Linda will make sure uh, President Livingstone that we're in that the best position possible. But uh, the basketball schools we're talking about, and when they get into the Big Twelve, whoever that the final uh, schools might be, there's going to be uh, an uptick in their recruiting just because uh, there are a lot of advantages to being in the Power Five. So um, it, they've been strong before, and you see them getting stronger in, in the future, which is all exciting. Talking to Scott Drew, Baylor's non-conference schedule is released publicly today, and Scott just mentioned it. Villanova uh, is on the schedule. And then go to Oregon. Man, that's been a great basketball school over the last decade or so. And so some really great matchups along the way. Scott, as you've uh, gotten some of your players back together, 
uh, Meyer decided to come back, obviously Flagler, uh, Jonathan, all the and, – and, and, and then you integrate these new players. Um, is the uh, – you know, what everybody's invariably going to ask is, you know, do you – is it the same hunger? Does it make you want to repeat? You know, all those kinds of things. What are you seeing – from your players uh, now that they're back together and on campus doing their thing, or is it the is the hunger uh, more than ever to kind of try to replicate what happened last season? Well, I think uh, um, uh, each and every year are different uh, uh, teams, different challenges, uh, but uh, it, we have a real, real, real nice blend. And what I mean by that is. You have enough new players coming in that are really excited to be a part of Baylor basketball, and yet you have enough returning players that uh, they know the culture and they can help uh, mentor and lead the new guys. So when you have that excitement and uh, experience, uh, uh, that really is a great blend. And I know our coaching staff, uh, uh, the new players every year uh, get you excited. Uh, It's something different, something new to work with. Um, But yet at the same time, uh, you, you need to have that experience. And uh, we have both. Uh, it, it, a lot of times you, you have a successful year, and then talent-wise, experience-wise, um, it's more rebuilding uh, year. And the great thing with us this year is not often do you have a chance to win a championship and then have the talent, the uh, experience to compete for another championship uh, without going through a rebuild. So I know that that really excites us. Now, it's hard to go back-to-back, and that's why uh, uh, only two teams have done it since uh, uh, John Wooden and UCLA. But at the same time, uh, you love those challenges and you love those opportunities. And uh, uh, I know we'll be excited for them and so will our players. And uh, also, I know everyone's so excited. You see opening weekend with football and just the fans, and uh, it makes everybody realize – uh, man, we miss those packed arenas and the excitement that the fans and the energy that the fans bring. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. And, and by the way, those new those freshmen that have come in as you try to integrate everybody uh, to the system. Sohan, you know, I always pick one guy to get really excited about. I that, I'm liking. I'm really kind of excited about him. I think he's one of the underrated. Uh, the guy from uh, Sunrise Christian or or the the place up in uh, Wichita. Uh, is a big, big-time player for you. But this Sohan, man, I'm, I'm really liking him. What about those guys, the, the freshmen? Do you, the, are you thinking that, uh, that it, it all or at least a couple of those guys could make an immediate impact for you? Um, well, definitely they're going to have that opportunity. And, and the good thing is uh, you look at the three freshmen, uh, one of them uh, played at Sunrise, which finished second nationally. Uh, have an outstanding program and a a great coach. And then uh, Langston played for Mount Bird, which won it all. And then uh, uh, Jeremy is, is, you mentioned, um, who's your guy now. Uh, He played at La La Mir, uh, which, which um, was, is a great program, same uh, uh, affiliation and and plays the same schedule that uh, Sunrise and Mount Bird does. But yet, uh, after his, after one year there, finished up uh, overseas in Germany, and um, because of COVID, uh, uh, his parents didn't want him there. But it was a great situation uh, there, where he's able to play with older people. So all three are coming in uh, in not your typical fashion, meaning if they've all played high level, had uh, high level coaching, and played against uh, uh, other top 
uh, McDonald's All-Americans and top 20 recruits in the nation. So that definitely gives him a, a, a better chance to be ahead of the game coming in. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And by the way, has Akinjo, uh, has James Akinjo, he, to me, he, you know, he probably kind of has, a, does he have a little bit of the alpha mentality? Uh, you bring him in from Arizona, and uh, it, it, from all the reports, this guy is really, really good, future NBA-type player. How has, uh, how has he fit in? Has that, gone, has that gone pretty seamlessly, do you feel like? Well, he, he, he's come from two great programs in Georgetown and Arizona. He's been well coached, uh, uh, and and we've been uh, really uh, uh, nothing but positive interactions and a blessing to work with him thus far. He's uh, really done a great job uh, in in um, competes extremely hard, but at the same time, knowing he is a, 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 in a new situation, he, he learns and listens from uh, the returning players, and at the same time. He, he he is who he is, and that is a, uh, a leader and a, and a real uh, tough, hard-working guy. I mean, uh, he'll work out two, three times a day and then have our, our, our workout. So uh, a person with that kind of dedication uh, usually is successful for a reason, and he's used to winning. Um, so uh, uh, a joy to definitely work with. That sounds like Davion uh, to a certain extent. You know, all those side workouts, I think they've had to try to calm Davion down. And, by the way, that, that was great. Wasn't that summer league uh, to see all those Baylor Bears playing so well? There were six or seven former Bears. And then Ish has transformed himself as a player, and, and uh, now he's putting up points. That, that was really fun to see. Last thing I have for you, Scott, and I know you need to get rolling, but uh, did you happen to see – any of that unbelievable tennis last night? Djokovic, early in that match, was on the ropes, and then that was a Baylor Bear that was playing against him, and, boy, the, the entire U.S. Open crowd got behind him. Jensen Brooksby is that guy's name. Did you happen to catch any of that? Um, I, I caught a little bit. Um, I was also uh, uh, watching some of the football game. And then uh, helping make sure we're getting the kids ready for school this week. So uh, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, uh, but a real, really exciting performance by him. And obviously, uh, that's what's great about being a Baylor is uh, you have great athletes across the board, and um, not only that, uh, uh, great role models that make a, di- a difference in society. Uh, uh, successful in the classroom, on the court, uh, spiritually. So uh, a lot of excitement uh, at Baylor. One and zero got the first home football game coming up this weekend. I know everyone's excited for that, uh, so uh, we'll keep uh, getting ready this week. Uh, we can go back on the road recruiting September 9th, So uh, excited for that as well. All right. Well, by the way, what was the strongest part of your tennis game? You played some college tennis and were uh, a tremendous uh, player in high school, from what I hear. What was the what was the best part of your game? It was my, Definitely my my strokes. I wasn't a, a serving volley kind of guy. Uh, uh, more at the baseline, um, so uh, it, it wasn't good enough. Though that's that's why I watched tennis instead of still playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're still good. Very coordinated. Also great at ping pong, from what I hear. But uh, Scott, we appreciate it. I've I've got this thing committed to memory now. Uh, the uh, the the schedule. And that's a lot of good, fun home games for us. And 
man, it'll be great to have the crowd back in there, and and uh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be, and we, we, you know, you'll do a great job of balancing. You know, as fans, we still love celebrating. We'll be celebrating this national title forever, but you're kind of good at getting us focused on what's next and uh, moving on and, and all that. You've talked to Coach K, how to handle all that, so I feel great about it. But, uh, Scott, I appreciate it. Always fun catching up with you. Well, thank you guys, and uh, looking forward to seeing you at the uh, the games as well. And until then, uh, see you at the football games. Take care. There, there he goes. It is Scott Drew, coach of the defending national champion Baylor Bears. And uh, it is time now for game time with Tom Barfield. That is next. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock.